Biscuits and Gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pull-a-buck! Pole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. You got dialed on in to KKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. That's right. We are broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Radio. Gravy. And this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. (laughs) In the studio today, we got my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Vincent, Vinny. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. I didn't want to call you the other thing. You called me you Vinny. The initials was bad. That's how I compartmentalize my two lives yeah. between my work life and my home you life. You actually have an operation done in your your skull brain where very, <laughs> inva- very invasive, just like the ones we do for dogs. Uh-huh. But you have this thing where if you, when you go into work, you're actually – Vinny just lives entirely inside works. Yeah, and then one night Vinny slipped into open mic comedy. <laughs> that was the night where I did the Vinny character. Oh, I love it. Who was so, very so Italian So you're character. a comedian? I am a comedian. Let's say you're living on a rock in a cave with tinfoil over your head. You're our demographic. When's uh, when's Severance coming back? I don't know. It's so good. That was such a good show. It was on uh, Apple TV. See, I always like Ben They're Stiller. working on like the second season already, but when are we getting it? When, it's a tease, bro. It feels like it's been forever. It does. Right? And forever is a mighty long time. Because when, when did the first season of Severance end? Almost a year ago, at least. Yeah. And I'm still paying for We've been Apple TV under fake credit cards. Apple, really? for being as good as they are, you can just type in any email address and any credit card number and get free Apple. Hmm. I just I've had you're like, still getting free Apple TV. I've had 16 free accounts from Apple. Really? Yes. They don't need my money, and I am one of those people that just intrinsically write all the time. Hmm. So it is quite possible that's what I'm doing. Except when you say library. <laughs> Shut up! Don't you use my words against me. All right, we got a big show to dive into today. We're always getting distracted on the biscuits and gravy train, but today we're going to do a very special show, because guess what, Vincent Fody? What's that? We're going to talk about cooking. We're going to talk about comedy. We're going to talk about... Watching stuff on TV. Watching stuff on TV. Hold on, I'll play the song. Ah, here we go again. Watching stuff on TV, pointing conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. All right. So, what's on the Biscuits and Gravy train today, baby, baby? Oh, we've got so much to talk about. Well, let's give them something to talk about. But first, I want to talk about, you brought me this seasoning called Everything But the Leftovers. Yeah, Doc, it's the time of the season. Um, so, this will go nice with, I have an Everything Bagel seasoning. Yeah, Doc. And then, Diana also has something, it's called Everything But the, I forget what it is. I have an Everything But the Elote Oh, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. It's everything yeah. about the elote. It's cheesy and chili peppery. Are you, you put it on the corn, right? Yeah, you Where'd put you, it on the corn. Where'd you get that from? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's? Well, actually, Trader Jose's. Okay. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm not dropping it, baby. It is cheesy. Yeah. Because that's the stuff that you put on the elote, which is the like street corn. Mm-hmm. Which they have the, uh, the elote flatbread. Oh, yeah. We're talking to our good friends down at Ecolo, Ecolo Kitchen. Which is where we had our wedding reception, actually. <laughs> yeah, and where like we that, had our wedding like party. <laughs> I like that elote flatbread so much. I was like, we got to have our engagement here. It's not usually on our menu. They're like, make it so. Make it, no. By it, the power no. compelled by me. They always by the have historic it. historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater. You're putting this on my me- wedding menu. <laughs> But, yes, now I'm excited to go try this. So all I need is some leftovers, some elote, and some bagels. And then I've got everything else covered. I would trade a Whole Foods and I would trade any Joe's. fast food on that Ho'okele. Any, any one of them. I would trade any of those, maybe minus Jersey Mike's, for a Trader Joe's. Whole Foods, bro. Who needs a Whole Foods here? You know what? If we had a Trader Joe's, then... It'd be it, so good. It, it would be good, but then it's one of those things where it's like people only want it because we don't because we don't have it. Like if we had a Trader Joe's and not a Whole Foods, then people after a while say, people would be like, oh, you know Foods. what? I would totally trade Trader Joe's for That's a Whole Foods. That's why they call Foods. it Trader Joe's. Yeah, people only want, only want what they can't have. Wow, we're getting real philosophical. It's like when here. I lived in Philosophize Phil- this. When I lived in Philly, we never had Krispy Kreme. And everybody was like, 
t- there was like legends about how great Krispy Kreme was. Guess what? Oh my god, Krispy Kreme is so good. All we have is Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, and Dunkin' then, Donuts is amazing. First of all, Dunkin' Donuts is amazing. Dunkin and Donuts is Dunkin' so Donuts, good. I I can honestly say Dunkin' Donuts would do well on this island, and not just because we don't have one. It's because Dunkin' people Donuts like diabetes. People like coffee with lots of sugar in it and a variety of donuts, not yeah. just one. Terrible Dunkin' Donuts donut. got good breakfast. They got good bagels. So they got there was tater tots there with was, bacon on them. So you can just get bacon as a side order at Dunkin' Donuts. They were going to open up $4. a Krispy Kreme at the Roosevelt Mall. The day that they the opened it, there? when they uh, when they <laughs> when they opened it up. There was people camped out like around the block, right, to try to get this Krispy Kreme because everybody was so stoked on it. Uh-huh. And then after like two years of the Krispy Kreme being open, all the hype died down and they ended up shuttering their doors and it became a Dunkin' Donuts. And there's and think about it, there's already like 40 Dunkin' Donuts within a one mile radius of where that Krispy Kreme was. So it's only and, time. It's like risk. You could be surrounded but so much. It doesn't matter. There's two Starbucks in the mall or by Safeway that are literally like 50 feet apart. They're literally right next to each other. The Safeway is next to the Starbucks, mm-hmm. and then there's a Starbucks in the Safeway. But sometimes I don't want to wait a minute. I want to walk 55 <laughs> seconds and wait five <laughs> seconds. I don't know. Which one's which one's busier? I mean, walking is the worst answer, but I, I don't got time to wait for this. I judge mm. people too much. Why don't we tell people what's going on, Chuck? What's going on, brother? Oh, I got a question for you, Vincent Fodi. It's been on my mind all morning. What's on your mind, it's Chuck? It's been plaguing me all day. It's been rotting my brain grapes. Okay. What's your favorite Four Non Blonde song? Um, I'd probably have to say, What's Up? You would think the name of that song would be What's Going On, but it's no, not. They're non-blondes, and they're smart. They want us to think. They, yeah. Uh, they do want us to think. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going on with you, Chuck? Oh, should we put out an APB? Attention, Maui, Kahului area. There has been an armored Humvee stolen from the armory on Putunene. <laughs> <laughs> In Putunene. So be Boom. on the lookout for an armed Humvee. Yo. If you see somebody driving a Humvee, they're either a thief or the just military. a just a douchebag. So avoid them at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from them. They are armed. They're either a process server. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. He yeah. drives them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was your old neighbor, right? But yeah, dude, he's such a pro, but I won't say what the second half is. So somebody stole Laps. So Maui is actually one of the few islands that has the has the most limited military presence. First of all, it was Maui. it was definitely an inside job. Because nobody is first of all, who there's no market for a stolen armored Humvee. You can't drive it anywhere. How do you, you steal can't break, anything in Maui? You can't break anyway. it down for I know, exactly. There's like fifteen people that live here. You can't go joyriding in it because somebody's gonna see you. You can't you can't get rid of it. You can't strip it down for parts. Like <laughs> Who are you gonna sell it to? Yeah, there's literally the only thing you can do is drive it into the sugar cane field and set it on fire. Caller number five, you're live on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We didn't K-A-K-U. even give out our number. 88.5. Good morning and aloha. Good morning and aloha. We're talking stolen Humvees on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I got some information about the Humvee. Oh, oh, okay. We got a hot lead. Hot lead. on the. You heard it here first, folks. We're first on the scene. That's right. This is Billy Wayne Jones, and I know who stole it. Uh-oh. I'm looking right at him. Oh, yeah? We're, we're... in the mirror. It was me, none other than Billy Wayne. <laughs> it was Billy Wayne Jones. <laughs> Billy Wayne Jones! <laughs> it's Billy Wayne. What are you going to do with an uh, an armored Humvee? Man, me and Brian already took it mud riding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> That's no, what... man, we're up, in, we're up in Haiku. We got it stuck. But thankfully, a local guy pulled us out with his souped-up 92 Accord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I still no, don't I mean, believe that mud riding is anything but anal sex. Billy Wayne Jones, we miss you, man. We haven't seen you. I think uh, the, one of the last times I saw you was when we were doing a comedy show literally right next door to where we are now over at the old Comics, oh, like and, Comics Collectibles. and Comics. I saw him at PrepperCon last year. Oh, you saw him at PrepperCon? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Wayne, what were you picking up at PrepperCon? I don't know what y'all are talking about, but look, man, I've just been hiding because I've been trying to steal this Humvee for years. I've been plotting and planning it. Oh, well, it makes sense, too, because Brian Michaels has a newly acquired Argentinian harem. Yeah, <laughs> and they need, need a fleet of security. He, <laughs> they, they need a, a Humvee to fit all of his employees in there, all of his Argentinian employees. How does somebody who is, let's just say, you, outsmart all the military in Maui? 
know what they did? They left the keys on the dash. Oh. Ah, classic. They do that all the time in TV shows and stuff. And uh, I didn't think, or like on TV, they always leave the keys under like the sun visor. Yep. Apparently, that's what they do in real life. So you peeled out of of it on the highway. Billy Wayne Jones slipped into the armory and just opened up the door, took the keys, and, and, and took off. Now, were you wearing camouflage? Man, the truck is camouflaged. I didn't need it. Yeah, nothing sticks out more in the dry <laughs> desert that is Maui than a gas-guzzling, camouflaged, 15-foot-tall vehicle. Also, I don't think Billy I'm Wayne thinking. Jones owns anything that's not camouflaged color <laughs> coke. <laughs> he owns at least one red hat. Brian- <laughs> Paint a rebel flag on it, like the General Lee. Make it the General Humvee. General, the General. Oh, you're gonna paint it on the hood. The General Humvee. It has a lot of lack of amenities. It don't have no AC. <laughs> well, if you turn the AC on, it would run out of gas immediately. <laughs> a Humvee can't afford to drive more than ten feet and also run the AC. Yeah, that's why during the pandemic they said we closed down half the island. No, no, no. The Humvees just ran out of gas, and that's where the checkpoints became. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Vince, what's your take on the whole thing? I think Billy Wayne Jones should do the right thing and turn himself and Brian Michaels in. I think you should do the right thing and torch the Humvee. Why do we own Humvees? I'm going to scrap the Humvee build for the next time we storm the Capitol. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, save it for next time. If the police are listening and they're looking for that Humvee, go check out Gilligan's. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to Gilligan's uh, on uh, Tuesday night from about 8.30 to Bam. 10, you can check out uh, Open Mic Comedy. All right, Billy Wayne Jones, well, thanks for that hot tip, and we'll keep our eyes peeled for that stolen Humvee. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all don't, don't worry yourself about it too much. We're going to have some good fun mud riding a little more. <laughs> All right, you boys have a good one. All right, take care. Thanks, Billy Wayne Jones. Uh, I haven't heard from Billy Wayne Jones in quite some time. Always good to hear from an old friend like Wait, Billy I Wayne. I can't believe you can even get our radio station up in Haiku. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised, actually. He's well, probably he's probably in really, Kahului really right now. Really big antennas on Humvees. Well, they, after they stole the Humvee, I'm surprised that they were able to make it all the way to Haiku. So last they probably week, had to refuel like three times. Or the, <laughs> it's like you know how the presidential plane never goes down to get refueled. Right. They just have other fighters go in. You and just have a, another Humvee with so, gas tanks on the like, back. A 1992 like Dodge <laughs> van pulls up and goes the same speed and just keeps filling it up, like a rocket ship how like a rocket ship 90 percent of the payload is actually just fuel to get to yeah. get out of earth's gravity yeah that's <laughs> most of a humvee's weight you think they're really heavy because they're such a large vehicle no. most of that weight is actually just gasoline <laughs> why do we still have humvees or tanks or anything can't we just kill everybody <laughs> with drones and with labs and wuhang and and yeah and uh <laughs> i think that's what fauci did did you hear that that i've heard it all bro there's a conspiracy that fauci actually teamed up with the Chinese government to he was involved in the creation of COVID and then he set it free on America. It's time for a montage. <laughs> montage. And there was Cooking a up stuff There was a conservative there was a conservative blogger he said that they had proof that Fauci was working with the Chinese government to yeah. create and release COVID. We haven't seen the proof yet. For proof click here and then it's like 404 page not <laughs> <laughs> Um, Chuck, why don't we talk about uh, what we did last week? We went to go see Jim Gaffigan, and this is like the fourth time I've seen Jim Gaffigan on an island. He comes here a lot. At least. Yeah. At least the fourth time. And he always has a different set every time he does. And he had a good bit about Montezuma's Revenge, which I he found had quite amazing. a 15-minute bit, including callbacks, about diarrhea. Yeah. He and, had a, a all... bit about bells, which yeah. was really funny. Yeah. Um, lots of fun stuff from Jim Gaffigan. I love to, so I'm looking to forward watch to him seeing and how his that. brain works. He really does try out new stuff, and he's very patient and kind. So you can see him on the Dark Pale Tour. Yeah. He's touring the country right now. And here's the best part. Like three days before the Jim Gaffigan show, Sonic opened up. Mm-hmm. The new Sonic fast food restaurant, which was fantastic. And so... We got to go pregame by going to Sonic and then going to see Jim Gaffigan. So for those of you just tuning in the show, Vince and I are the most famous comedians in the world. If your world exists only in downtown Kahului, Maui. And Wednesdays we between 11 and <laughs> <laughs> We're the number one rated conspiracy <laughs> cookbook show on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on this one station. 
people complain that there's too many fast food places coming to Maui, and Maui is changing. But here's the thing. Yeah, actually, you complained about Chain it on the radio last week. are still good, though. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I haven't been to a Sonic in probably 14 years. Wow. And I was really surprised when when we yeah, had the so- when that. I had the Sonic burger. In my memory, Sonic was never really that memorable. It's just another fast food chain. You don't really think of it as a burger place. But you the, think of it more as their like, appetizers and extras. Yeah, but I got to say, I got the, the, the standard Sonic burger, and it was really good. Thick tomatoes, thick um, onions. Thick onions, and that was Any one of the things that surprised sauce. me. That's all I want on my burgers. It's just a, a plain chain burger sauce. And actually, like the the burger itself had a good flavor too. It, char it, to it, it looked you like it say. was like char, like it was char broiled. Also, mm-hmm. I like onions, and I Whoa, know there's some bold bold statement. There's some listeners of the show who I know are not fans of onions, but I am a big onion fan and it was a very onion forward burger. They don't they don't pull any punches when it comes to onions <laughs> over at Sonic. Now you can get it with no onions. Yeah, if you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> but I love my onions you're and so a cat I person. I was very I was very happy to have a nice big bite of onion. Now we my got the Sonic Coney burger. dogs. I'd say I wish there the was Coney a dogs. Hair and more chili on it. But yeah. the hot dog itself and the bun and the mixture of everything, pretty good. I mean, like, you can't mess up a chili cheese dog. It's just I you take any you any I hot dog. No, how? I mean, even the after if you, effect. Even if you get a chili cheese dog and, like, from 7-Eleven, all you have to do is take any hot dog and put chili and cheese on it. It's going to be good. Chili and cheese is delicious on anything. Mm. Put chili and cheese on broccoli. Ooh. Put chili and cheese on anything. Chili gonna, cheese on broccoli? That's a good idea. Now you're asking though for that fart actually, recipe. That actually sounds really That's good. That's like recipe for a fart. I just made... Step one, don't chew your broccoli enough. <laughs> Step two, eat more chili than cheese. Eat more chili than cheese. Put it on some broccoli. Wash it down with some apple juice. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> and kombucha. <laughs> kombucha. <laughs> Does kombucha give you gas? Oh, of course. Yeah? The most amount. Mm. So it's probiotics, baby. Oh, yeah. They're, that's always, true. they're always like probiotics in my stomach. Makes me fart. Yeah, it's not amateur biotics. No, it's not. They're professionals. Um, so I got to say, like, the chili cheese dog was average. It wasn't bad. But their burger was pretty darn good. And the cheddar peppers, which is like a like a jalapeno popper. They but weren't very jalapeno spicy. Jalapeno popper, too much of a mouthful. These, large and in charge. And like the size they're of a chicken not nugget. very uniform. They were all over the place. And they were super duper yummy. That means they're artisanal. <laughs> McDonald's does that though with the nuggets, where they have about twenty different nugget shapes. Yeah, so they make it seem like you're getting a unique nugget, but it's not a unique nugget. It's not a unique nugget. At nope, all. it's not a unique nugget at all, baby. Yeah, they 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 do that on purpose. They have they're all made from molds, but they have different shapes. Yep, I got these nuggets one time that were in the shape and of it's dinosaurs. Like, did, you, did you ever see how they make the the chicken? It's like a they it's like that a video. slime. It's no longer pink slime. They've changed it. It's like, cha- it's like a salmon slime. It's more like a pink slurry. Yeah. They've changed it from slime to slurry. It's a, a minor yet very important difference. I like chicken nuggets. I don't care what they're made out of. Now, Chuck, I know last week on the show you were complaining about people supporting fast food restaurants. But, and then I immediately went to one. But I got to say that, you know, we have to support the chains as well because I always support all like the local, mm-hmm. the food trucks and all that stuff and all the independent little mom and pop shops. Like Fleetwood Mac said though, right? You can never break the chain. But I also like to support all the fast food chains because if we don't support the, the fast food chains, then we won't get the good fast food chains. And I want good fast food. Jersey uh, Mike's, I want you. I want yeah. $23 sandwich. Yeah, if we, yeah, exactly. If we weren't supporting the chains, we wouldn't have gotten Jersey Mike's. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I have to live within a five mile radius of a Taco Bell or I'll explode. Yeah, there's Jersey there's so many Jersey Mikes on the island now. There's like what, three, four Jersey Mikes? Not Mikes? enough Jersey Mikes. I, know. I think there's only three. They need there's one. In, there's, they do need one they need one in Kihei. Can I trade two subways for a Jersey Mikes in Kihei? Come I would on. I gladly trade two subways for a Come Jersey on. Mikes. Any anytime. I'll throw in can I get two subways and get rid of like an orange Julius? Like who needs do we that? have an Orange Julius? Uh, on the west side, they do in the mall in the Cannery Mall. Oh, you know what? All right, how about this, Chuck? I'll make no. you, I'll make you a deal. Since we just talked about Sonic, which is a fast food chain, a fast food burger place, why don't I talk about an independently owned burger place? This one's on the west side. It's called Swaggy Burgers. Swaggy Burger. All right, so guys, buckle up. If you haven't been you to Swaggy, if you haven't been to Swaggy Burgers, you don't even live. Yeah, you you haven't lived. Okay, so Swaggy Burger Lick is a place brown. where they sell A five Wagyu beef, 
But then they also have a side hustle where it's a burger truck. They use like a blend of American. I think it's American and Japanese Wagyu. And Australian. In their burger patties. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the burger patty itself tastes fantastic. All right. But here's the deal. They got their own secret sauce that they put on the burgers, which is also delicious. Any secret sauce is the best sauce. You can get a single patty, double patty. What I did was I got the double patty burger. You're single, disgusting. Single You're patties, disgusting human being. Single pa- patties. Single patty is going to be... About fourteen bucks. I think the double patty was like twenty two. Okay, twenty two dollars. It's good though, right? All right. And I, I gotta say, it was a really good burger. All right. And but then that's not all. They also have a fried katsu cheese brick that they. So it's like they take cheese and they cover it in katsu breading and then they fry it. Katsu's grittier than panko, but better than regular. And it's got a different like seasoning bread. to it too. So it's got it's, it's got a very particular flavor to it. And so when you bite into it, it's like katsu breading on the outside and then like melted cheese on the inside. So you can get just that as like a sandwich and they put the special sauce on top of it. Or for like $6 more, they can add the katsu fried cheese on top of the burger, which is what I did. So it was like a $30 burger, but I can honestly say... It was one of the better burgers I've had in a long time. A lot of people think that things like burgers, breakfast, or Mexican food should never be expensive, but have no problem paying for $70 Italian food, right? But guess what? Italian food shouldn't be expensive. Either. Italian food shouldn't Actually, be expensive. Nothing should be expensive. Uh, yeah, ugh, let's start bandstanding It's now. too much inflation. Yeah, in my gut. Heyo. <laughs> but burgers should be good, bro. Burgers should be you should be able to pay as much or as little as you want for a burger. Like I like I you should be able to go get a thirty dollar burger. But you should but also, you should get also a five dollar good burger. You should be able to be able to get like they should still have the ninety nine cent cheeseburgers at McDonald's. You can't get a ninety nine cent burger anywhere anymore. And there's no way it costs even eight cents. I don't even know if they have it like on the mainland. They might still have like a ninety nine cent burger, but here in Hawaii, you definitely can't get anything. You can't get anything for ninety nine cents. You can get away. Like the the medium sized bag of chips that used to be ninety nine cents when we were kids growing up. Those are like three dollars. Don't get me started. Over bro. at the gas station, mm-hmm. very disappointed. Those Dutch, bags you know of shrimp chips. Ooh, shrimp chips S- are so good. Some stuff is still about the same. Like uh, cigars and stuff. Like backwoods, about the same price. Dip, about the same price. Uh, cigarettes, no. Blunts, still around a dollar. Some places you can still get Arizona iced tea for ninety nine cents. Some places are it's on the can around. though. It's on the can. <laughs> it is on the can though. Right, that's from Atlanta. I did Atlanta? <laughs> Atlanta used to be funny. What happened to Atlanta? Atlanta? Why did they go to Paris? What was it that? Season? Atlanta got way too preachy. Yes. Atlanta used to be funny because it used to be like it. Atlanta was like the Black Louis. Yeah. And they were telling a really great story mm-hmm. about like this this rapper named Paperboy yep. that and was then like they starting got their to get popular. Removed and started asking their own <laughs> deeds, and now I don't like it. Well then, like then, all every single episode became about how white people are terrible, and which we like, already know it's that. Like, I agree with no you. No one's disagreeing with no you. No one's disagreeing with you. We know that white people are terrible. Tell but me, you know. I just want to know what happened to Paperboy. Paperboy. Because they did their they did their last season already, right? I wouldn't even know. If they did eight more seasons. I'll just watch the watch last them. episode so I can find out what happened to Paperboy. They turn the lights on. <laughs> it looks like a set. <laughs> Um, this, no, they, really they, they walk, they, they sell the house and then they walk out and they, they turn the lights off and they look back and they take one last look at the house. Was that step by step or was that, uh, um... that was the last episode of growing pains. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Seavers, they moved. Oh. And so, and then they, they took one look, one last look. Oh, I think that was the last episode of cheers too, right? They sell the bar and then I think they like take one last look as they're walking out of the bar after they sell the bar. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's how the cheers ended. How I think the Fresh it's, Prince I think it's how, similar, right? I think every sitcom ends with them selling the house and then taking one last look. Yeah, which is, of course, an analogy for hitting the 100th episode and selling the series for syndication. Yes. Today's show is entering a part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors. This is our 331st episode, so we're, we're way past syndication. Tony, can we syndicate the show? Syndicate it, overrate it. <laughs> we just have to find gravy. somebody that wants to buy and syndicate biscuits and gravy. Today's show is entering a part by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines get decapitated. Today's show is brought to us by get Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. 
Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, comes by Stephen Tyler's hand-carved arrows. We need quality arrows. Trust an Aerosmith. And today's show is also brought to us by Adam Sandler's Sandpaper. Use the Sandman when you need to sand, man. You'll be happy with Adam Sandler's Sandpaper. Remember? You, you know it, bro. Remember Happy? Happy. Happy yep. Gilmore. And Happy Production. All right, Chuck. It's time for follow-up junction. Blow the train whistle. All right. Because the next stop on the we're pulling in the follow-up junction. KU 88.5, the voice of Maui is follow-up junction. Follow-up junction. Because here comes a gravy pipe. Is underwritten apart by a real sponsor of the show, the real heart winners of Maui. The real true people of America. Venture and physical therapy? Venture physical therapy. <laughs> They're more than great massages. Venture physical therapy. Yeah, if you pay a little extra, Ted will give you a happy ending. Yeah, which is where he stops doing comedy. All right. <laughs> Boom. Got him. Um, speaking of comedy, we should mention that no, uh, we, we have open mic Tuesdays at Gilligan's from like 8.30 to 10.30, There's also... Are, Doing the Empanada Lady on Wednesdays. Empanada Lady on Wednesdays in Wailuku Town. And then in Paia, you're running the open mic on Sundays, Sunday. baby. At the Kava Bar yeah, in Paia. Yeah, the whole nice room next to it. Is the, the, the Kava Bar, is that the one that's in the corner next to the wine shop there? Well, unfortunately, the when store? I went there, I realized that they don't sell liquor at the Kava Bar. And I thought, thank goodness they're next to a liquor store. But the liquor I, store probably is but closed. But the liquor by store then. is out of business, and it's a catch twenty-two. That's where we do comedy. It's in the old liquor store. Oh, interesting. They've renovated it. Great lights, even better sound system, and it's a really friendly, fun atmosphere. And we're thinking about doing a but show no once liquor. a month where we can get under eighteen kids there because they don't serve alcohol. Huh. So we're thinking about getting some younger talent to become comedians. You can't get any alcohol, but you can have all the dirt water that you want. All the dirt water you want. (laughs) All the placebo dirt water you want. You want people to be laughing and invigorated. And nothing keeps people awake and intense more than calming kava. All right, so. I'm more concerned about your gravy level. Let's do some follow-up junction. We got a lot of follow-up junction. So much follow-up junction, bro. So uh, Shane brought this to our attention. Comedian Shane, he let us know that Tokyo Disney is independently operated. What? So he, last week, he brought up the fact that they have no connection to Disney, but he was implying that they were getting away with it because Tokyo doesn't follow like our copyright laws. That's not true. However, Tokyo Disney is owned and operated by an independent company which pays licensing fees to Disney uh, in order to use all their stuff. So when you go to the to Tokyo Disney, they've got the Goofy, they've got the Mickey Mouse, they've got the big castle and all that stuff. It's just not operated by Disney. It's, mm. it's got all the Disney stuff where you wouldn't even notice that it wasn't a Disney theme park. It's just run by a different company that's not Disney. I wonder who's making more money. Why the they would end. do that is... I mean, Japanese kind of, efficiency versus Disney efficiency. I don't know. They're both so good. It's I don't... What I don't, do the Imagineers have to I say I don't know about? why they would do that instead of just... Instead of Disney just opening it up, unless Disney didn't want to do it, but these guys were like, no, there's a market for it. And they were right because di- the Tokyo Disney is like packed all every day. Well, it's Tokyo. How could it not be? Well, <laughs> packed? I, mean, I don't understand. And <laughs> that's just people care. sleeping in the parking lot. Yeah. All right. Also, here's another fun fact Funnel Cake, right? We were talking about Funnel Cake. They last make week. it a Vaughn's Chicken. Do they? That's what the sign says. No way. Yeah. I like Vaughn's Chicken. I do. They have. Fantastic chicken. Oh, it tastes good. It uh, just makes me sick every time. Their chokeboki leaves a lot to be desired. Mm. Gotta step up your chokeboki game, Vaughn's yeah. chicken. But um, their chicken is really good. I a lot really of chokeboki videos online. Really? To fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, when you're choking your boki. Yeah, right. Uh, so Funnel Cake is nationwide. However, it was... We're doing the Lord's work on it, the Biscuits and Gravy it Show, It was everybody. introduced by the Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I didn't even know this. I knew that all different parts of the country were, like, aware of funnel cake, um, but I kind of suspected it might have been, like, an East Coast thing. However, I did not know that it was particularly, like, a Pennsylvania Dutch thing, and that's that's how uh, it that, got... Are they, like, Amish? Yes. Huh. I think it's, like, Mennonite also. Oh, the Mennonites, of course. I, I think it's, like, those like those German kind of, like, conservative that branched out into Isn't that into weird? It's not Amish Dutch Netherlands. It's Dutch as in Deutsch. I don't... Yeah. 
right? Yeah, Deutschland. Who would have thought something in America could be named incorrectly? But the, pen, the Pennsylvania the Dutch, really great food. They they uh, introduced they Scrapple, bro. Scrapple, yeah. I so, ate a lot of Scrapple while playing my Scrabble. Yeah, so it, if it wasn't for the Pennsylvania Dutch, we would never have had Scrapple. Scrapple so. is like a grittier spam, and I'm all about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an awful loaf. Ooh, baby, <laughs> give me your scrap of love, man. Which is actually becoming popular amongst like the hipster foodie community mm. over the last couple of years. Scrapple has actually started to get more popular, but you can always get a good old scrapple egg and cheese breakfast sandwich at your local Philadelphia breakfast food truck. Love scrapple egg and cheese. Scrapple egg and cheese on a bagel scrapple. with salt, pepper, ketchup. Oh, a Come bagel. on! Come on! Uh, also, here's something I didn't know. Mellow Yellow song is about a vibrator. It is about a vibrator. So much like the term Steely Dan, uh-huh. which is a, a British euphemism for a vibrator. It's, well, they also mention it in Naked Lunch. Um, Did so you know that? Mellow Yellow, yes. How many times have you tried to read Naked Lunch? Uh, like twice. How far did you get into it? <laughs> like one or two chapters. Usually I make it to where they're down in Mexico and the aliens are sucking the poison out of them. William Barrows! Oh. So boring! Isn't, no, boring? Boring. Really? <laughs> it's Kafka-esque. All right! I All hate right. Kafka, so I, I like it. I know, you, I know you hate Kafka. I hate Kafka. Um, so I didn't know that, but yeah, it turns out that Mellow Yellow is not about getting high off banana peels. Uh-huh. It was they actually about yellow. vibrators okay. because yeah. there was banana-shaped uh, vibrators that were, that were starting to get popular around that time uh-huh. when that song was written. And also, didn't know this, but Paul McCartney... Actually has unaccredited vocals and bass parts on that album. Yes. The band was called Donovan. They didn't ask him to do it, but he went in the studio at night and re-recorded the bass and vocals, much like he did with the Beatles. Mellow Yellow. Imagine being like... And then also Donovan, uh, who wrote the Mellow Yellow song. And also the, the, the time, the season of the witch. Also, he helped write some of the lyrics for Yellow Submarine. So it's that yellow what? connection between the Beatles and Donovan. It's the yellow connection. There's the yellow connection. The yellow connection. Isn't that fun? And we're setting the record straight here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The yellow connection is proudly underwritten in part by Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies want Brady's Gravy. Ain't that the truth? It'll deflate your hunger. Did you hear Tom Brady is going to um, start doing stand-up comedy? <sighs> I got no hope. I can't compete with him in any way now. There's no way. Um, I can pretty much guarantee you think he's going to steal other people's material? <laughs> he's going to deflate the crowd. Today's show is under part by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. You don't have to go all the way to Washington <laughs> for quality deli meats. Frank Capra's Capicola. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy show comes apart by Megan Fox's Foxskin Gloves. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Got weird toe hands. No, I don't. Cover them up you that. with Megan Fox's fox skin gloves. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Now, Chuck, usually yeah, yeah. Around, this time, around this time of the show, we would do biscuits and or gravy news. Or take a contractually obligated break, which we're not going to do. But this time, I've got something a little bit more solemn for you. Ooh, Mr. Solemn's Opus. This this is a new segment that I'm going to call Biscuit Bloodbath. So, for Biscuit Bloodbath, I've got two very violent biscuits and or gravy news stories. Hold on. Can All you right? say Biscuit Bloodbath one more time? Right. Biscuit Bloodbath. <laughs> okay, All right. So, this, for, for this very special edition of Biscuits and or Gravy News. Special edition. It's time for Biscuit Bloodbath. Biscuit Bloodbath. And this one, uh, I'm, I'm proud to say this next story comes from... My hometown of Philadelphia. Ooh, on the streets of Philadelphia. Uh, 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 a man and woman went into a Save-A-Lot mm-hmm. in uh, the Mount Airy section of Philadelphia on Chu Avenue, which <laughs> you would think would be like a place where they have a bunch of like food trucks and stuff on Chu Avenue, right? Give it on Chu Avenue. So they, they go into – they went into a Save-A-Lot. A Save-A-Lot is like a, like a B-rate grocery store, kind of like a Times – Sure. Right, I like time. <laughs> and so they went into a save a lot. Anything hyphened is B. They got into I'm an, looking at you, married couples. They got into an argument with the manager over a jar of gravy. They were looking for a particular type of gravy, and apparently they didn't have that type of gravy. And they got into an argument with the manager. Then, Blasphemy. 
The security guard tackled the woman. She had a gun. He took away her gun and disarmed her. Then the guy pulled his gun on the security guard and was like, give her her gun back. The security guard then gave her the gun back. And then they went to the manager and shot the manager in the face. This is like some gravy fiction stuff going on right now. This (laughs) is from the cradle to the gravy. So this, so they they literally shot the guy in the face. He's in the hospital in critical condition over gravy. Now we've seen this before at at various places. I've seen it before over a biscuit. Uh, well, now that you mention it, Chuck, we have a brand new story where this has happened before. I think it, the last time it happened, it was at a Popeyes. Totally respect. It just happened again. At a Popeye's in Augusta, Georgia, a lady, she went into a Popeye's, she got her food, her order didn't have biscuits in it. She went back and complained that the manager gave her the biscuits and corrected the issue, and she was so blind with fury and rage over not receiving her biscuits. Totally understandable. She drove her car through the front of the Popeye's. And she hit an 18-year-old employee, and the employee's in critical condition in the hospital right now. <laughs> this is real humans, Chuck, who are who are putting people in the hospital over, over, biscuits. over biscuits and or gravy. And it won't be the last time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it won't be the last time. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure the last time we had an incident like this, I think mm. it was also at a Popeye's. It, well, the biscuit was the Popeye's for sure. The biscuit one was now, at the— Now, never had Popeye's— now their biscuits are pretty good. They're pretty good. But are, is it worth killing somebody over? Is it? Are they? Give us the, a call at eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. No, Billy Wayne Jones are is going to call gonna us back. Murder people over a lack of biscuits. Now, is our Popeyes biscuits vehicular homicide good? Now, if you think so, give us a call eight zero eight. We're not asking people to murder people over biscuits and gravy. Well, we're not, we don't have to ask. We don't have to. We don't have to. <laughs> they do it all on their own. Now, but here's here's what I. When was the last time you went now, to a Popeyes? Did you then, go to a Popeyes when we were in Vegas last time? I went three times. <laughs> you went three Vegas times. Was so good. Oh man. Yeah, dog. It's in. The, it's in. When you go to the Excalibur, there's the Popeyes right there. Yeah. Yep. I went there when I was on acid that one time, mm-hmm. and the the lady. Customer service not needs a great. little improvement. I'm not great. I won at the, $90 on the, uh, <laughs> at the, the Luxor, the Luxor Popeyes. So here's the deal, Vincent Fodi. I think it's outrageous that people are driving cars through buildings over biscuits. I get it. I get the biscuits mania. Shooting managers in the face over jars of gravy? That's a little intense. But here's the problem here. Where's right? the Heinz gravy? Where? Here's the problem here, Vincent Fodi. I wonder what kind of gravy they were looking for. Philadelphia running out of gravy? Georgia running out of biscuits? I don't even think they were out of gravy. I think they just didn't have the type of gravy that they were looking for. People get irate in Mali when we don't have certain things at certain certain stores. What do you mean you don't sell everything that's ever been made in the history of time? <laughs> you're out of fried chicken? You ruined my whole vacation. Really? Your, like, your really? The, Hawaiian the, vacation was the ruined? The Safeway because... ran out of fried chicken at 6 o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> and this is what this is what you're stomping around for. You ordered onion rings, but you got fries instead, and had to wait five minutes, and that's what ruined your Hawaiian vacation. And then you still get fries and onion rings. <laughs> Imagine going home. How was your trip to Hawaii? They didn't have fried chicken. At, when was it? Was it Safeway. <laughs> was it I, six o'clock. I went at to night? the Outback, and they were sold out of the prime rib at nine o'clock at night. I was reading one-star reviews from oh. the gas station by my house, and it was, the, we, it was closed at 2 in the morning, and I couldn't get cigarettes. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. The, the town of 20,000 people that goes to bed at 7 o'clock at night with the, the, the one gas doesn't station doesn't have a 24-hour gas station. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have cigarette dispensers like they do at Mulligan's. Oh, I'm so sorry. Why they do you smoke cigarettes are always running out of cigarettes? Oh, I gotta go get it. Like, you know that you're an addict, bro. Like, yeah, I don't a, buy, should always I don't have buy backup. weed at like a gram at a time. If you're addicted to I cigarettes, you should have backup cigarettes. I from everyone cigarettes. I know, and I just have a house full of weed all the time. And then when I have a small amount of weed left, I order like way more ounces of weed. That's like, who is it? Uh, Ron White, I think. He was talking about getting arrested for having like a gram of weed. And he's like, now let me tell you, when I have a gram of weed, weed i'm out of weed (laughs) (laughs) it's true though so guys i 
you you know, Chuck and I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to look right into the camera. This is a moment of candor right here. Right. Vincent Archangel Gravy. I'm going to look into the camera. I'm going to appeal to our to our viewers and to our listeners. Okay, mm. Chuck, you know that Chuck and I love biscuits and gravy more than anybody. More than you. But don't don't commit vehicular homicide. <laughs> no, or manslaughter. <laughs> or manslaughter. You don't have to. Or you like don't man have to. Slather. Don't shoot anybody in the face over gravy. No. Yeah. Maybe this is more like a litmus test for killing people else going for trivial on. reasons. Leave that to the police department. Yeah. Leave that to Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Speaking of biscuits and gravy, <laughs> all this all this talk about biscuits and gravy is getting me hungry. Ooh, baby. Um, you ready to do a little uh, gluttony club? Gluttony club on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Uh, gluttony club today was brought to us by Sylvester Stallone Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. You got dialed into the Truth Network here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Jim Carrey Cemeteries. Somebody plot me. <laughs> it's also the home of Jim Carrey's cremations for when you're smoking. Today's show is under an apartment part by <laughs> I can't wait to taste this everything but the leftover season. Trader Joe's is nailing the everything but the. Um, well, it's funny that you should mention Trader Joe's because no, uh, the for, one of the first things I wanted to talk about for Gluttony Club is the the fact that you and I this week did dueling flank steaks. <laughs> yes, we did. We smoked dueling flank steak. So, all right. We, Swear like a piggy for me. We was it the same day? We both we both unknowingly and uncoordinated both smoked flank steak on the same day. Yes. Now was it this? Was it the flank steak that Christy had brought home? Yeah, previously. Snake River Farms, American Wagyu flank prime, steak. Yeah, it was like it's above prime. Yeah. It, now prime, we know prime is better than choice, and then there's the the BS ones, right? No pun intended. Snake River Farms is like it's not aged beef, but it tastes almost like aged beef. The fat tastes cheesy, almost. It does, and the, the marbling is so much better. Dude, You're using the, the Play-Doh. Steak. I'm, gonna, I'm using Italian marble. I'm gonna post a. I'm gonna post a picture on the Instagram of the flank steak that I cooked. It now, looks it looks like a brisket and the the marbling on the fat is unbelievable. Now so what I love about you flank tell steak, me how you, you cut you, it against the grain. You tell me how you smoked your flank steak and then I'll tell you how I did mine. So first you gotta uh and I this is a little cray cray town, but it's And un- we're short on time, so All right. I put two limes a lot of jalapeno hot sauce, the thick one. In this case, I used uh, for the show High Spice. They make a jalapeno lime hot spice. Add an extra lime to that and a lot of garlic. So much garlic. Half a cup of minced garlic. I put the flank steak in a vacuum sealer bag, and I vacuum sealed it for two days almost. And that the lime and the pressure to of the vacuum it sealer, it not just marinates it in, but if you've ever had a good ceviche, the lime breaks down protein. Yeah. It does the same thing in this. It breaks it down, and the garlic and jalapeno get embedded in it, and then it also leaves a lot of extra juice. Because when you smoke it, I did it on 200 for about three hours, so it still came out medium rare. Okay. But on the last hour, I took it out, and I didn't spritz it. I slathered it. In the lime, garlic, jalapeno sauce mixture. And then the last 20 minutes or so, I cranked up the smoker all the way. I used pecan chips. And uh, here's the key. In the water. It's the wood that makes it The good. water reservoir. I put a little bit of lime juice in there as well. Mm, apple juice is good in the water reservoir as well mm-hmm. for smokers. Um, now, what I did, the last time I did my flank steak, I cooked it. I cooked it to like a like a me- medium, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't as tender as I wanted it to be. So this time I did it the same way I do a brisket, where I cooked it. I first I coated it in Trader Joe's makes like a coffee rub seasoning. Mm, so I made it, I took the the coffee rub seasoning, and I also mixed that with brown sugar, uh, cracked black pepper, and chili powder, Ooh. and I made a rub out of that. And then I coated the whole thing, put it in the smoker. I cooked it to an internal temperature of about 150, 160. That's well. Then, and then, well, here's the thing. When you're doing a brisket, that, that's, that's just the beginning. So then once you get it up to that temp, you take it out, you wrap it in butcher paper, spritz it down with apple juice, and then you cook it in the butcher paper and put it Ooh. back in. 
I cooked it up to about 210 degrees. Mm. So when you take it out, it's so moist and juicy. And when you touch it, it just falls apart. And so then I, I made little sliders. Like I got the, the King's Hawaiian slider buns, put some horseradish on there. I sliced up the flank steak and put that on there. And then uh, some homemade coleslaw on top. Get some flank steak sliders. Unbelievable. I used my flank steak with tacos, and I think that was pretty darn tootin' good. Ooh. I had bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Those are good too. Did steak. you make those? No, I bought them. Okay, they're super. Did you get the Costco ones? ones. Yeah, they're so good. Why yeah. would you make anything and just go to Costco? And they're kind of low carb too. Which they is, they make a big deal of that on the cover, is, which is not bad. We're not rolled in panko, guys. It's just and bacon, cheese. Can I talk about something else that I discovered recently? America. Uh, there is no. I'm not Christopher Columbus. Yeah, you are. Uh, I found out about this thing. There's in in Chicago in the Italian sandwich community of Chicago. <laughs> they put there's a there's a condiment that they put on their sandwiches called giardinera. Which I was kind of unfamiliar. I had heard about it before, but I never had really tried Sounds it. Sounds like a flower or something. And so, yeah, well, it's it's uh, giardiniera. It's G-I-A-R-D-I-N-I-E-R-A, giardiniera. And I was really interested to try it because people in Chicago put this on, like, all of their, all their like, hot roast beef sandwiches. Oh, is it hoagies, peppers or what is All it? this stuff. So what giardiniera is, it's a mix of chopped up veggies and then you like put them in oil, so it's almost like an Italian style relish. Some people like to ferment it, and so what I did was I got, I got my fermenting kit ready for the get veggies. Your, get your explorers pack out and get your fermenting. Pack for the veggies, out. I used cauliflower, carrots, garlic, onions, green beans, olives, bell pepper, and celery. You chop it up and you kind of get it minced to like a fine, like a relish kind of consistency. Put some bay leaves in there, some oregano, and then I fermented it for about a week, right, in like a salt brine. Then you dump out the brine after a week. It's got this like great flavor of all the flavors of the veggies and everything. And then you just put in like a, a vinegar mixture. Like I, I do like one-third apple cider vinegar and two-thirds water, and then that just preserves it. So now you have like this like Italian vegetable relish that you can put on hoagies, sandwiches, anything. And I got to say, it's a great way to pep up any type of sandwich. It's really? unbelievable. Yeah. I was surprised that I had never really heard of it before, but once once I started trying it, really, uh, you now, never heard of this. I'm putting it on pizza, Chicago sandwich community club of the month. But sauce. then I started talking to people from Chicago, and I'm like, "Hey, do you ever have Jardinera?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you got to put that on all your sandwiches. I put it on this, I put it on that." So people from Chicago are in the know. So if you've never had it, guys. Never a better time to start making your own jardinera. Why is it the places that have the best organized crime have the best food? What's with that? That's Italians, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, but we Japanese got the Yakuza, and they got the good foods, too. They do have good food. Well, I think I think uh, anytime you have like a, a metro area, uh-huh. you're going to have a higher concentration of people. You're going to have a higher concentration of crime. Therefore, you're going to have a higher concentration of organized crime. And then sweet, sweet, delicious food. Products. And you're also going to have a nice blending of cultures and food. Uh, for spoiler alert, let's wrap this up. Wrong. Uh, for spoiler alert. South Park season twenty six is on the air right now. They didn't have a new episode last week. It got they pushed. teased us, bro. It got they pushed teased to it. this week, but there will be a new episode tonight. If you're I listening did. to this Which on means Wednesday, I'm not going to Empanada Lady. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know what? It's not of. bad. Uh, ba- it's not like you know what is Nine-Nine. bad? Bad Batch season two on Disney Plus right now. Mm. Uh, if you have HBO, Mark Maron has a new stand up special called From Bleak to Dark. He has I a watched good bit it. about cats. If you like Mark Maron, you'll definitely love it. It's very Mark Maron y. If you like HBO, watch it. Uh, today, Wednesday, March 1st, Mandalorian season three is premiering. Uh, also, on Sundays, if you have HBO, you can watch new episodes of The Last of Us as well. We, uh, Diana and I watched the first two episodes. We finally started watching it. I got to say, big fan. Very well done and very painstakingly accurate to the video game. So if you're a fan of the video game and you're apprehensive about checking it out, definitely check it out. You're going to love it. I just uh, finished season one of Yellow Jackets starring Christina Ricci. I keep hearing it, that's really good. Super duper good. Season two comes out next week. Pretty excited about it. And watch the Wu Tang show on Hulu. Apparently. I don't have it, <laughs> you know. All right. Do you have the? Is the auxiliary turned up all the way? All the way, baby. Auxiliary yeah. one. Yeah, it's up all the way. Your thing is not up all the way. Wrong.
Wrong. It's off uh, all the way. All right. Our first question comes from Griffin in Chicago, Illinois. Griffin wants to know, what is the name of Big Bird's elephant friend on Sesame Street? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus is absolutely correct. Uh, our second question comes from Marissa like in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Marissa sent this one in. What is, in what movie does Robert De Niro stalk a family by strapping himself under their car? What is Cape Fear? Cape Fear, absolutely correct. That movie's creepy. Yeah, die. He's actually it's a remake of an older movie, and the original movie's really great too. The original movie's really good too. You know who plays the daughter in the newer Cape Fear with Robert De Niro? Marissa Tomei. Juliet Lewis. Ooh, who a is young... in? Who's in Yellow Jackets? Oh, Juliet Lewis. Is? Yeah, I love her in Old School. She's the wife that is cheating on on Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's smoking a cigarette she's like i'm really sorry <laughs> uh all right our third question is always a sports question because as you know sports is chuck's achilles hoof uh our third question comes from rich in haiku he wants to know what nhl team has the most stanley cup wins what nhl team has the most stanley cup wins who are the red wings Ooh, close i think they're in second place they have like 11 the correct answer is the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens, they have like 22 Stanley Cups. They're like way, you know, way in the lead. There's that conspiracy that New Zealand doesn't exist. But I wish Montreal didn't exist. Where, pray tell, is this Montreal? Where, who needs also, it? Montreal, I mean, like... They, Unless, except for the state seasoning. They won, for- they won a lot of their Stanley Cups back when there was only like three teams. <laughs> but you got two out of three, Chuck, and you know what our deceased friend Meatloaf likes to say. And that also means that that's the end of our show. But at the end of Biscuits and Gravy, check us out at BiscuitWars.com. Check us out on Maui Stream. Facebook, it's dead. You're not a boomer. Don't go on Facebook. Oh, follow us on Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. Uh, and then I'm also going to post some pictures of the flank steak that we cooked on, uh, on Biscuits and Gravy 808 Instagram. So check us out there, guys. We're going to cut it together and put it back. That's a flank steak mosaic. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, we got a special guest next week. We got a special guest almost all March long. And uh, Vincent, thank you so much for a great show. Tony, thanks so much for having us in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Thank you so much for being broadcasted on KAKU 88.5. Thank you so much for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And for me to you, hello. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop.